Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome back to The Coaching Show with your host, Master Certified Coach Christopher McCullough. Thank you, Dick Warren, that I mentioned that to you. All right, we are here with uh, delightful people in studio. Of course, we want to shout out to our longest-term sponsor of this year program. If you uh, have learned anything today or in life from our program, thank the fine folks at Accomplishment Coaching. Uh, you can find them on the web at AccomplishmentCoaching.com. If you're like me, well, God help you, but if you are, you're <laughs> looking for the uh, finest of things. You look for the, you know, Cardia watch and the Tiffany crystal and that sort of thing. Tiffany, do they make crystal? Yeah. Um, Waterford? I don't know. The... Uh, Anyway, if you're looking for the Harvard, the Oxford, the Stanford of coaching, you can find them at accomplishmentcoaching.com. And it's not hype. It's not a slogan. They actually have more hours of coaching, more in-person training, more reading, more actual live human beings that are coached from the outside world, not just coach your neighbor. Check it out. It's an ICF-accredited program, of course, and available in a city near you. Clarice, what are the cities that Accomplishment Coaching There are just a few. Oh, I Uh, thought I caught you. I got this one, right? Yeah. It's in Chicago. Washington, D.C. We have it in New York City. The Big Apple. San Diego. Seattle. Indeed. And Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. Well played. <laughs> you can find out any more information by going to the web, accomplishmentcoaching.com. Uh, and we thank them for their long-term support of our work here at The Coaching Show. All right. We're continuing our conversation. Do you want to introduce uh, Michelle and Ari? Or I feel like you're not really working very hard today. <laughs> I'm along for the ride. I'm really excited to hear your take on, I mean, it's January 3rd, and I know there's a lot of talk about New Year's resolutions. I've converted to intentions, and so I just kind of want to hear... Because you failed at the... Ah, no, I just like to recreate relationships to new things, so it's kind of fresh, and it's setting a different tone, so you're not really... <laughs> so how how do people, in your mind, like, how do people really get held accountable to their new year intention or resolution well we um we spend a lot of time with the concept of intention it's Mm -hmm. it's a powerful concept i think people tend to bite off too big of what they might call a resolution Mm -hmm. and they don't chunk it down into Mm -hmm. doable parts and so they end up with this great big giant you know what we've you know called a bhag or a you know big hairy audacious goal and then if you don't hit it, you feel, oh, I like that. Oh, man, I have failed. And we don't want to set ourselves up for failure. We want mm-hmm. to set ourselves up for success. And that, that means chunking down, making sure that things are doable, understanding what our resistance might be mm-hmm. and what self-limiting beliefs might be in our way. That might be a blind spot. Mm -hmm. And we can't always do that on our own, which is why coaching Mm -hmm. is so very powerful because you get another perspective. Somebody from outside. Somebody from the outside that's not emotionally attached to your issue. Mm -hmm. And that makes a difference. And so when we run the seminar work, so we do a lot of Mm one-on-one, and then when we run the seminars, all of a sudden, you have maybe an entire room full of strangers who's ne- never met you before who are seeing you for your authentic self. 
Like we think we've got this image that we've got wired and we've got it down. And all of a sudden, those kinds of masks and images start to crumble. And what we find underneath there is actually we're afraid to look, but it's actually pretty spectacular. Mm -hmm. And so that supports the group work, accelerates the coaching work, in my experience, tenfold. It's such important work. And I want to uh, uh, introduce you formally. So that voice is, and beauty, is uh, Michelle Saul. Michelle is the president and co-founder of Possibilities Consulting, LLC. You can find their work on the web by going to possible.co. Michelle uh, is has an incredible reputation. I actually know you by reputation before I met you today. I did not know that. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> here in San Diego, I can't. You know, I don't know where else you've been. But... Um, but delightful and in a, just a poster uh, child for the work of transformation and uh, co- uh, coaching and consulting. Just incredibly sparkle, uh, depth, and power, as well as um, obvious beauty, if, you're, if you like that sort of thing. She's brought with her uh, a partner in the business, Ari Saul. Ari is uh, uh, just recently from the He's an entrepreneur, a serial entrepreneur, as most entrepreneurs are, but also most recently from uh, five years in the tech world in Israel, of all places. All right, I wanted to not leave but sort of enhance our conversation about the new year because there are things that we do. I've got rituals. I imagine you guys have rituals around completing the year, right? We hit some goals. We mastered some things. We lost some stuff. And then really starting anew. Is there is there some work that you do or that you do in organizations to sort of really put the cap on a year and start newly? One of the things that I've always enjoyed doing uh, at the end of the year, whether it's uh, personally or in an organization, is acknowledging the places where we have achieved what we set out to achieve mm. and at the exact same time acknowledging the places we fell short. It's very easy sometimes to sweep our mistakes or our failures under the rug and just try to forget about it and move on, but then we end up carrying them with us. Mm -hmm. And in the act of acknowledging the places where we've missed the mark or failed, we can actually come to some closure and Mm -hmm. let it go. And then, again, whether it's in the organization or in your home life, Why you got to bring that up? Then you really get to feel <laughs> yeah. like you're starting fresh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And is there a is there something that you can train us on? Is there a tool, or is it just a sort of a reckoning? Do we have to make a list? How does this? What what can we all do the, today? The first step is being honest with yourself. That's that is the. Could we just first skip that part? Step. And no, <laughs> yeah. no, we can't. Can't can't go straight to acceptance. Can't go it straight to acceptance. It doesn't work. There's no end run on that one. <laughs> There is Gotta a process. Gotta go in. <laughs> and we just, we have to be really honest. We have to take a moment for self-reflection and say, okay, what did I set out to do? Where did I achieve it? Where did I fall short? If I fell short, was it within my control? Or was there an outside hurricane or tsunami or earthquake that prevented me from getting my goal? Sometimes it really is a force beyond our control. I think as a tool, one of the things that we also work on is the art of forgiveness. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's quite the art. Now, it seems more like magic yeah, it, than an art. It can be because we, what we have found is that 
through our human nature, we can become quite addicted to our need to be right. Yeah, Clarice. And when we, and this is. I feel like you hit an issue here. I might have hit an issue here. And we have a saying in our work that goes like this. You can be right or you can be in relationship. Hmm. You can be right or you can be successful. You can be right or you can focus on getting it right. And getting it right is not the same as needing to be right. Needing to be right, God, our egos just get it all, it's all ego. That's all ego. Mm-hmm. And when we're training leaders in our coaching practice, we focus on humility. Mm. And that requires, as Ari was saying, owning up to our own mistakes and if we're hard on other people, we're likely 10 times harder on ourselves, yeah. which kind of circles us back, Clarice, to your concern about wanting to change the language around mm-hmm. resolution right. so to intention because words, yeah. words matter. Mm-hmm. And the true naming of things, putting a different name on it, takes our mindset to a fresh place. Mm-hmm. And that allows us to move forward. Mm-hmm. And that's what we train and teach. And we have lots of specific tools and practices that we get people to experience and practice when we're doing the work together. Can yeah. you give us just one quick tool, something that we could give, you know, several thousand coaches, 50,000 for somebody? I yeah. could give you a very quick tool in our three-day seminar. <laughs> okay. I, or... I or I'll give I'll give away. I'll You'll do give a giveaway. Away. Yeah, because it's a new year and we should be abundant, right? So I would I often ask a question like this: Would you keep as a best friend someone who talks to you the way that you talk to you? Beautiful. Mm. Now some people can say yes that you know they have a lot of positive self-talk. But if you start peeling back the layers, mm-hmm. you will find underneath there, there's going to be some part where we beat ourselves up mm-hmm. for not being good enough, smart enough, bright enough, uh, rich enough, something mm-hmm. enough where we hammer on ourselves for not doing enough or being enough. And when we're talking with our best friends, we're much more quite often gracious with them more compassionate, more mm-hmm. empathetic, more mm-hmm. understanding, yet we withhold that from For ourselves. ourselves. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I love that. If that's if that's all we took from this today, we would we would have come away better, yes? Mm-hmm. I agree. I know that you want to talk about uh, emotional intelligence, why it's important, and, and how these three-level seminars are more. Yeah. Are. I'm not sure that very many people know what emotional intelligence is. Like, how do you give them a snapshot of, you know what it is and how they know whether they are or not. I like to say that emotional intelligence is the ability to pause between stimulus and response. Mm. Wow. Totally stealing that. I know, right? (laughs) Write that down for me. (laughs) It's knowing ourselves well enough that whatever's happening, we are still conscious about how we are choosing to respond in the situation. Mm. So if you have a longer pause, then you're more emotionally intelligent. You're much more likely to stop and consider rather than Mm -hmm. being in reaction, whereas Mm -hmm. we're so often in reaction in our lives. 
So emotional intelligence is, as Ari said, this ability to pause because what we often happen, what happens is we have what is called an amygdala hijack. Our emotional component sort of takes over. Lizard brain. Yeah, exactly. lizard brain. That's exactly right. What's the... What's your basic? Sorry, I'm I'm going to get all up all in right. this piece. Get, <laughs> we can get be all there, flexible. Get, <laughs> in there. get the flashlight out. Because <laughs> I think I think a lot of us meet people. Um, you know, you meet somebody like Clarice, and you're like, this person has empathy, compassion. Yes. Um, I, they can hear me, right? But we've all, especially at work, met someone where it's like, I don't think that person is a person. You know, because <laughs> the they have some so much. A disconnect mm-hmm. with another person. So, is emotional intelligence, in your view, something that it's kind of like uh, the ability to play the piano? You've either got it or you don't. Is it uh, something like comedic timing, or is it something that can be trained or developed over time? It can absolutely be trained over time. Whew. I was concerned for humanity. Yes, <laughs> that that is what we are so hopeful about and so passionate about in our work because we know. There's, you know, there's this continuum, like you said, of somebody like Clarice where you just meet for the first time and you go, yeah, got it, <laughs> and someone else who's much more introverted or quiet or can't make eye contact. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean they don't have a rich inner life with deep heart and deep connection. They just don't know how to show it. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we focus a lot on is that, yeah. no, you can learn how to do this. Mm-hmm. You might not turn into a Clarice. You don't need to be Clarice. You just need to be you. you. We already have a Clarice. I have a Clarice. It works very well. <laughs> so that's the skills and tools that we teach in our workshops and our coaching practice help people develop those skills that work for them mm-hmm. yeah. so that they get they get to become their very best self. And, yeah. and let's talk about those programs. So sure. they're individual three-day seminars, mm-hmm. correct? Just open to the public so human beings like myself can Anybody attend. can join. Uh, you have them in, on both coasts, so to speak. You've got them in San Diego. Uh, what are the give us a broad overview of the levels? What do I get out of my level one, my level two? How many are there? Three. Three, we have three levels. Okay. And we also have um, coming up. We have a one day retreat workshop for women called Body and Soul. Yes, that's another. I'm going to seminar one. Yeah, I'm already signed up. Awesome. I'm there. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> seminar one, in a in a nutshell, is about taking ownership of our lives, mm-hmm. joy clarity, aliveness, purpose, reconnecting to that part of ourselves that wants to feel as though we make a difference, that I'm living a purposeful life. How do I do that? So we start, that's our baseline seminar, accountability, trust, emotional intelligence, uh, learning how to suspend judgment. Yeah, Clarice. It's <laughs> <laughs> very big. That's my only line. It's very that. big in that in that workshop. So it's about taking ownership of our lives. Okay, and this is like a legit workshop. I, yes. I was recently in a hotel, don't ask why, and uh, they there was a workshop going on next door, and at some point they played an Adele song, and all the ladies in the house seemed to be weeping. Mm-hmm. This is not that kind of a workshop. This is a workshop with uh, skills training and development, or it's mostly emotion like it emoting. is skills training. I will, it, for the sake of 
honesty, we play music in our workshops. Okay. I mean, I would hope but so. But it's not a doubt just to make people cry. <laughs> why? Because music touches people. People want to feel. We end up going mm-hmm. through life on our treadmill, mm-hmm. and we want to feel something. And oftentimes, just the talking doesn't get us there. And mm-hmm. sometimes, a piece of music will connect to us in a in a new and different way. I have a feeling if it was Billy Joel that was making them cry, you'd be a little more open <laughs> well, to I it. I understand it. Ah, <laughs> now we're talking. So that's first level. Second yeah, level is show. reclaiming authenticity. Going back to the images and masks that we put up. Mm-hmm. And everybody walks out of there with a personal intention contract with themselves. Nice. For when you get Look at that. I already when know. you get knocked off, you know, like the universe like wants to knock the pins out from underneath us. Mm-hmm. And so what we do is in the second level, we make sure everybody walks out of there with their personal tool, their personal intention statement that allows them to very quickly get back in alignment, as Ari talked about earlier, getting yeah. getting folks in alignment because it's easy to get knocked off. Mm-hmm. So what would be your personal claim, your personal statement that would help you get back in alignment quickly? Yeah, I love that. That's find, <laughs> find that center. Find that yeah. place of intention and purpose. Right. It's kind of like when you have that clarity of like your what for. You can get out of bed and yes. remember like, oh, yeah, this is why I'm getting out of this bed. Is it's especially not as the, the temperature cereal. gets colder and it gets <laughs> harder and harder to, to get justify getting out from under the covers. <laughs> yeah. It helps to have that intention. That's right. Mm-hmm. So that's the second level. And then... The third one, which I noticed you got very attracted to, (laughs) we run that in Sedona, Arizona. Oh, wow. And so after you've done all this deep, hard work around accountability and intention and clarity, now we just want to let it all go. Now we want to play. And we want to explore some of the maybe spiritual components that are there all the time that we don't just usually talk about. Mm -hmm. But we go to Sedona, and every morning we start by hiking out in the Red Rocks. Then we come back. I Also, I have a background in dance and yoga. And then we do yoga practice and stretch to get the kinks out from our hike. And then we do some meditation, and then we do other um, exploration around deeper meaning and purpose in life and deep 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 self acceptance hmm. beautiful that in itself is all worth it indeed and uh, uh, perfectly named by all possible.co which yes. is where you can find out information <laughs> on all of those and get yourself registered like Clarice did mm-hmm. i feel like you're a little ahead of me in this game all right we're um we're down to Always. Our last five minutes, and our time's gone so quickly and delightfully here. I want to um, talk about New Year and goal setting, at least, for a moment. And then I'll give you guys a couple moments just to sort of give us any parting thoughts or parting shots or just take a swing at Clarice, whatever you feel like. The um, When we're talking about goal setting, what are some of the biggest mistakes that people make or organizations make, and how can we do it better? I think the number one mistake both personally and organizationally is setting a goal that is just downright unachievable. Mm, It's It's always amazing. I'm going to go lose 50 pounds. Okay. 
that's a great goal. How are you going to get there? You don't have time. You're not going to the gym. You might Mm -hmm. go for the first two weeks of the year, and then the universe comes back in, and your job takes over, and life takes over, and and then all you end up doing is feeling bad that you haven't achieved losing Mm -hmm. your 50 pounds. So instead of that, a goal of, I'm just going to get healthier. What does that mean? Maybe you're adjusting the way you eat. Maybe you're walking the dog two more times throughout the day, so you're just getting more active. And and so if we set goals, either as an organization, we're going to have growth this year, or I'm going to get healthier this year personally, we want to set something that we can break into smaller components mm-hmm. and achieve step by step systematically. Because every time we build on a small success, we get a little more emboldened, we feel a little bit better, and those smaller victories all form one big giant robot that will protect the world. <laughs> and I want to oh, I want to be clear, though, because we're getting close to a little pet peeve of mine. We're not saying create... create <laughs> two pet peeves. Um, uh, uh, we're not saying create vague goals. No, mm-hmm. not vague goals achievable goals. So, okay, if the goal for the organization is we want to grow 20%, mm-hmm. that's wonderful. How are you going to grow 20%? Mm-hmm. Through sales, through a new vertical product line, through uh, acquisition? How is it as an organization you're somehow magically going to add 20% to your bottom line? Other than just going wh- wh- whipping people for not having beat them. Exactly. Or- exactly. I like that because I think that it, it's really – Something, um, it's a bigger broad stroke. Like you have the big reason why, like growth. Yeah. And then you're actually calling yeah. forth, like being growth. Mini, growth is wonderful. To hit. Everybody mm-hmm. likes to grow personally, professionally, as an organization. Mm-hmm. But what is it? How is it we're going to do mm-hmm. that? Measurable. A lot of times in my experience, it's hey, we just want our sales team to do 40% better than last year. But right. by the way, we're not adding anybody to your sales team or any incentives or any incentives yeah. for you to do better. And we're not adding a new product line for you to sell. Mm-hmm. We just expect that you're going to go out there and as a team sell 40 more mm-hmm. percent of what we have. Right. Well, our, our time has flown by, as I said, and I want to give you each an opportunity for a, about a minute of parting thought or parting shot, something you'd like 50,000 or so coaches to know today or think about. Michelle, will you do us the honor of going first? Sure, I'd love to. Um, one of the best words of advice I ever got, and particularly Clarice as being a woman and helping other females become empowered, and that this piece of advice was throw away your watch and get a good compass. Mm. Oh, I like that. That's so good. And to me, it's like, and it's like following your North star Mm. and you'll, you'll get there. Mm. You know, that makes, that does make the difference. Mm -hmm. And don't be afraid to write down your dreams, putting it down on paper kinesthetically and then just set it aside. Mm -hmm. But actually, that kinesthetic act of writing down what you want to achieve is a very, very powerful tool. Mm-hmm. And then it's amazing that just that, that intention. And then just go do your life and don't forget to have some fun. Mm. Life is too short to be so serious all the time that you can't enjoy the ride. 
Mm-hmm. So Beautiful. that would be my words. All right, our, our time well, is, she is, said is even one more thing. Brief. You had to step on my joy. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Tune my, in again next week see, to find out what Ari has. I'm sorry. That <laughs> works. It still sorry, works. Baby. My advice is if you have children, set aside a fund that can be for college or therapy. <laughs> <laughs> that is oh, let, that let is them choose <laughs> and then make them accept their choice. <laughs> And although you'd never know it, that is a family working together. That is Ari Saul and Michelle Saul. Michelle is the president and founder of Possibilities Consulting, LLC. You can find them on the web for your organization at possible.co or for yourself. Get into those emotional intelligence and breakthrough transformational programs, seminars, uh, by going to allpossible.co or you can find them on each other's uh, uh, sites. Thank you so much for being with us and thanks for the great work you're doing. Thank, Thank you, you so much. What a pleasure. It's been so much been fun. a pleasure. And that's Clarice Connolly. You can find her at empoweringwomen.coach Coach. And this, of course, is the coaching show where we bring people out on the cutting edge or just doing something interesting in the world of coaching you each and every week. You can find us here at wsradio.com or in iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are available. I thank you for listening and we will talk to you next week. Nowadays, Internet devices are an integral part of your home. Everyone in your family has a smartphone, tablet, or a computer. Life is easier knowing that all your devices are secured and your family can surf the Internet carefree. ESET Multi-Device Security Pack does just that. One license for all your devices. With ESET, it's simple to stay protected and save money. Enjoy safer technology with ESET Multi-Device Security Pack at ESET.com. That's E-S-E-T dot com. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Hi, Scale Listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Cybersecurity is the fastest growing job sector. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup encourages kids to consider computer security as an interesting course of study and a valuable career path. Securing our eCity helps lead this youth competition to create interest and awareness among students and their schools. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup. Learn more at securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. Do you love wine, but it doesn't love you back in the morning? 
Then it's time to try Alcotox, the ultimate hangover cure. Alcotox is a dietary supplement that reduces the harmful side effects of alcohol and it benefits all alcohol consumers, not just those who occasionally overindulge. So now, for less than the cost of a drink, you can wake up hangover free. To learn more, go to vinvillage.com and let Alcotox make hangovers a thing of the past. 